0: If you're the supporter of somebody who is struggling, I want you to really hear me. I know that sometimes you may get frustrated and upset and be really confused and feel like you aren't being helpful and you may be the one who bears the brunt of what your loved one is struggling with. And I want you to recognize and know that what you're also going through is hard. It's tough to support somebody through tough stuff. And I want you to know that you're doing a good job Like, you're really freaking awesome, and your loved one doesn't take you for granted. They appreciate every ounce of your love and support, even when it might not seem that way. Welcome to a Healthy Push podcast. I'm Shannon Jackson, former anxiety sufferer turned adventure mom and anxiety recovery coach. I struggled with anxiety, panic disorder, and agoraphobia for 15 years, and now I help people to push past the stuff that I used to struggle with. Each week, I'll be sharing real and honest conversations, along with actionable and practical steps that you can take to help you push past your anxious thoughts, the symptoms, panic, and fears. Welcome. You're right where you're meant to be. This episode has been a highly requested one. And I'm so grateful that so many of you reached out to me and asked me to create it. So I personally wanted to create this episode for a couple of reasons. And the first is, I know how hard it can be to communicate to somebody what it is that you're struggling with, even though you're the one living it every single day. I know how tough it can be to find the words to explain it all. And I also know how tough it can be to share the stuff that you're struggling with Because it can be incredibly emotional and even embarrassing. And I wanna make this less tough for you. And the second reason is, I want both people to feel supported and equipped to help each other. So, meaning the person who's struggling and also the person who's supporting the person who's struggling. So, my ultimate hope is that maybe you're both sitting down together listening to this episode. And throughout the episode, I hope that you're both writing things down and nodding at relevant points and really connecting with each other, like really being present. And I hope that you do some validating and empathizing and really getting vulnerable with each other. If this isn't your first time with me, you know how much I love vulnerability. And I truly, truly believe that vulnerability is a huge fighter of fear. So if you're listening to this episode as the person who's struggling My hope is that this episode helps you to find the words and the courage to be vulnerable and to share what you're actually struggling with, with those closest to you, so that they can fully support you. And because I recognize that we're all very different and have different experiences and struggles, and it's not possible for me to cover all the things in this episode, I've also created a downloadable resource that you can find in the show notes. So I created this resource because it can be tailored specifically to you and your struggles. And I designed it in a way that will help you to be able to better define and share what you're specifically struggling with and how you can best be supported. So I encourage you to download it, print it, fill it out, and use it as a tool to help you have a helpful and healthy conversation with whomever it is that you want to share with. And if you're listening as somebody who is supporting someone who is struggling, I hope that this episode gives you lots of insights and knowledge that you can use to help you to continue to support your loved one, and maybe without it feeling so tough. And before I dive in, I really want to say this. If you're the supporter of somebody who is struggling, I want you to really hear me. I know that sometimes you may get frustrated and upset and be really confused and feel like you aren't being helpful, and you may be the one who bears the brunt of what your loved one is struggling with. And I want you to recognize and know that what you're also going through is hard. It's tough to support somebody through tough stuff. And I want you to know that you're doing a good job. Like you're really freaking awesome, and your loved one doesn't take you for granted. They appreciate every ounce of your love and support, even when it might not seem that way. And I know that it may be really hard for you to understand what your loved one is going through because you haven't lived it yourself, but the reality is you don't have to fully understand it in order to support your loved one. But what I will share this episode will help you to have a better understanding so that you don't feel so in the dark and maybe frustrated and feeling a little bit of hopelessness yourself. Okay, so I'm gonna dive in and first shed some light on what it's actually like and feels like to struggle with anxiety, panic disorder, and agoraphobia. So as the person who's supporting someone who's struggling, I want you to really think about a time that you felt incredibly scared or uncomfortable. And I'm gonna give you some examples because I really want you to put yourself in this place right now. So maybe for you, it was while you were, say, riding a roller coaster. You know that feeling you get as the cart is making its way up the clickety incline and just as it's rounding the top where you know the drop is coming? Yeah, maybe for you it's that feeling. Or maybe for you it's when you were trying something new for the first time or doing something that just quite honestly scares you. Or maybe it was when you were going out on a first date. Or maybe it was while you were getting blood drawn. Or maybe it was when you knew you had a little too much speed on your bike and you hit the brakes, but you knew a crash was inevitable and it probably wasn't going to look pretty. So I want you to really put yourself in this moment and think about how you felt. Maybe your heart was pounding. Maybe you were sweating a lot. Maybe you were shaky, felt lightheaded. Maybe it felt like you had a lump in your throat. Maybe you felt lots of dread. And maybe you felt like you were making the wrong decision and you just wanted to run away from all the things that you were feeling right then in that moment, but you knew that you couldn't. So now I want you to imagine yourself feeling this way while doing everyday things, like just while sitting in the comfort of your own home or while driving in your car or while sitting at work or while walking around a store. Or while being on a really fun trip, just sitting poolside with your friends. But instead of this feeling being a quick and passing feeling, it's something that hangs around for 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Or it comes and goes in waves all day. And you start feeling like everything is really unpredictable. Like this feeling could pop up at any minute and you really don't want it to. And when it does pop up, you start to feel like you can't handle this feeling, like you can't handle feeling it for another two seconds. And even though there's no real cause right in front of you, right? Like as to why you feel so scared or uncomfortable, like the roller coaster, you getting your blood drawn, you can't stop feeling this way. And you know that there's really no reason to be feeling it and you know it's silly and irrational, but it's there and you can't make it go away. You can't make the sensations, the symptoms, and the thoughts go away. And because you continue to feel all these things with everything that you do and with everywhere you go, like just in your everyday life, you start desperately trying to figure out how to not feel this way because you hate feeling it so much. You feel trapped and out of control, and you feel like you can never just take a breath and relax and be at peace. Because this feeling is probably going to pop up. You feel like you have no freedom to do things, everyday things, without feeling incredibly scared. Like things that used to be really easy and carefree aren't so much anymore. And it feels like you're on a never-ending loop of fear. It feels like you're constantly bracing yourself for something terrible to happen. And because you know that all of this is so silly and most of it's going on inside your head, you don't want to share it with anyone for the fear that they're going to judge you, right? And think that you're crazy or weird. So you start to feel lots of shame and embarrassment surrounding what you're struggling with. And it's all really isolating. And you're convinced that you're the only one that's experiencing this stuff. Like you look around and it seems like, Why does everyone else seem like they're at peace? Why is everything so easy for everyone else? Why is everything so hard for me? Like, why do I keep feeling this way? So speaking of not wanting to share what you're struggling with for fear of being judged, I want to just take a couple of minutes and share with you some of the things that people often wish they could tell people but feel like they can't because knowing this stuff will also help you to better support your loved one. So I'm just gonna list these things off. I feel trapped in lots of places and situations because I'm constantly convinced that I'm gonna feel really anxious and I won't be able to handle the feelings wherever I am. I don't wanna freak out or have a panic attack or make a scene, especially not in a place or situation that I can't easily get out of. I hate that I fear doing things that other people do without hesitation, like driving in cars, going to appointments, waiting in lines, leaving the house, and being away from home. I know it's silly that I'm scared while doing these things, and I know that I have no reason to be scared, but I am, and I feel like I have no control of it. Things that may be really simple and easy for you aren't so easy for me. I'm constantly filled with anxious thoughts and feelings, and I'm often trying to prevent myself from spiraling. I feel like I always have to be in control and have an out or an escape plan just in case I feel really anxious or experience a panic attack. I'm often mentally, physically, and emotionally exhausted. It might not always look like I'm doing a whole lot, but I'm constantly thinking, feeling, fearing, struggling, and I'm working so hard to recover all while trying to do just everyday things that I have to do and want to do. Some of my fears are super irrational, and I know it, but the feelings that accompany them are very real and they make things really tough for me. I often feel like I'm letting myself and others down, you included. I beat myself up and I convince myself that you and others just think that I'm a burden. I'm worried that you'll reach your enough point and that you won't want to be in my life anymore. I often feel like I'm not the best partner or parent or child or friend or loved one because of what I'm struggling with and also because there are so many things I feel like I just can't do right now. I don't want to feel as though I need to rely on you or others, but I often feel unsafe and really uncomfortable when I'm alone. Sometimes when I'm with you or others, I want nothing more than to be alone because I don't want anyone to see me anxious or experience a panic attack. I often play out the worst case scenarios in my head and I usually convince myself that I shouldn't or can't do things even though I really want to do them. I spend so much of my time feeling scared and I often dread just getting out of bed some days. I feel like I'm missing out on life and there are so many things that I want to do and I feel like I'm partly holding you back. Deep down, I know that I'm capable. I just can't see how I'm ever going to recover. Sometimes I just feel really hopeless and lonely. So I really hope that these things give you a better glimpse into what your loved one is going through. I want to tell you about something that I recently discovered and I absolutely love branch basics. I'm so excited to share this with you because branch basics offers non-toxic cleaning products that actually work. And this is something that I can get behind because I truly believe that toxins can negatively contribute to our physical and our mental health. And I'm a huge fan of ditching the toxins and living as naturally as possible. Because these products are non-toxic, fragrant-free, and pure, it really makes me feel safe and at peace with what I'm using inside of our home. And I use these products on everything. (laughs) I'm talking countertops, laundry, floors, toilets, and even in the dishwasher. So if you're wanting to make the switch and toss the toxins, check out Branch Basics and use code AHEALTHYPUSH at checkout for 15% off, or just grab the link in the show notes. And now I want to segue and I want to share with you some helpful tips and tools that will help you to support your loved one and also help support you in making all of this a little less hard. So tip number one, and this is really important, you can't overcome your struggles for your loved one. So what's most important for you to do is to just be there and be supportive. So this can look like saying, I'm here for you. I'm always going to support you. I love you. And it could also look like asking your loved one what they need and what would be helpful for them. So it could be asking, "What can I do? How can I be helpful?" And in moments of anxiety and panic, you can ask, "What can I do?" Would it be helpful if I gave you a hug? Would it be helpful if I just sat here and didn't say anything? Would it be helpful if we took a walk? What would be helpful for you? And really start paying attention to their responses and to what's helpful to them. You'll have to do a lot less asking if you're really listening and paying attention. And for the person who is struggling, I want you to hear me. You have to be helpful in practicing communicating what's truly going on internally and also what's going to be helpful to you. Your partner, your loved one, whoever it is, they're not mind readers. They need your help. And you also have to be supportive on the other end. So this might be hard for you to do initially, but it's important that you're able to communicate how you feel and what's helpful for you. And this will likely be a learning curve for you and your loved one. So it's important to be patient and gentle with each other. Okay, tip number two. When your loved one is feeling anxious or experiencing a panic attack, don't try to problem solve for them or find a fix. So I know that you probably really want to help your loved one, right? And you might try to do this by distracting them or by trying to remove them from the place or situation or, you know, by going along with it, right? Like avoiding the thing that they don't want to do, but Your loved one can absolutely work through the anxiety and panic within themselves and right where they are, and they can face the things. They don't need you to come swooping in and make them not feel anxious because this is something that you quite honestly can't do. Instead, they just need you to, number three, listen and validate. Oftentimes, the person just needs to be heard and validated. So this can look like saying, I'm sorry you're feeling anxious right now. I know that this is hard for you, and I'm sorry. You are so strong and capable. You will work through this. I'm proud of you for being brave. This one can go a really long way. And that must have been hard. I'm sorry that you experienced that. Okay, tip number four, gently (laughs) encourage them to do the hard stuff and remind them of just how capable, brave, and amazing they are. So your loved one probably has a tendency to want to avoid things or to run or talk themselves out of things, (laughs) and it can be incredibly helpful if you gently remind them of just how capable they are of facing the hard stuff. Just that little encouragement and motivation can go a long way to help your loved one to actually face the thing. All right, tip number five, Help them to recognize and celebrate their wins. So, oftentimes, people who are struggling tend to only see the bad rather than the good. So, when your loved one does something that you know is likely really hard for them, even if it was small, encourage them to acknowledge what they just did and help them to celebrate it. Remember, tell them that you're proud of them. Tip number six allow yourself to get upset or frustrated. This one's big. So I'm not saying to get upset or frustrated and lash out at your loved one, but you're absolutely allowed to get upset and to feel frustrated at times. So allow yourself to feel your emotions. Don't try to act like you're not upset or frustrated. You know, don't try to sweep things under the rug. It's okay to feel upset or frustrated. Tip number seven, take some time to yourself to rest and recharge. This is big, right? We all need time to rest and recharge and you deserve it. So take time to yourself and continue to do things that you enjoy doing. Tip number eight and the last one, keep being supportive, loving, encouraging, and cheering your loved one on. Honestly, a lot of supporting somebody comes down to just knowing that your loved one can count on you, to just keep being you and to keep supporting, loving them, encouraging them, and cheering them on. So continue to let them know that you're there for them, that you're proud of them, and that you know that they can and will kick anxiety's butt. All right. I hope that this has all been incredibly helpful for both the person struggling and the person supporting. And if you haven't already, I really want to encourage you to download the resource in the show notes and take a few minutes to complete it so that you and your loved one can really have a helpful and healthy conversation. And please, please share today's episode with anyone that you might feel needs it. Okay, until next time, keep taking healthy action. And before I end this episode, I want to mention that I'd really appreciate it if you shared this episode or any others with somebody who you feel could benefit from what I share here. You sharing these episodes is what helps me to reach and support others who need it. And if you have an extra minute in your day today, I'd also really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review over on Apple podcasts. I read every single review and this too is what helps me to help more people to heal and overcome. I hope you enjoyed this episode of A Healthy Push. If you want more, head on over to ahealthypush.com for the show notes and lots more tips, tools, and inspiration that will support your recovery. And if you're hoping for me to cover a certain topic, be sure to join my Instagram community at Push and let me know in the comments what you want to hear next.